You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Mousecapades listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from the Your Story Travel Company, Christy and Sarah. We hope that you are all safe, happy, and healthy, and maintaining the rules wherever you may live. This is episode 534, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents would be glad to help. Just email them today at info at yourstorytravel.com or visit their site at yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. So the parks have been open for a little over two weeks for Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom and two weeks exactly for Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And so far, most of the feedback has been positive uh, you guys feel free to jump in if you've heard stuff too um but with the park only being 25 percent it seems like it's pretty positive people are riding things multiple times rides that were hard to get on are now easy to get on or you're able to get on i did watch a youtube video this weekend this one ran all day it was they got their hundred thousand viewer and so they literally streamed all day from the time they got to the park to the time they left and how many times they were getting on rides just over and over now splash mountain was completely down and the water was off so i tried to look and see if i could find anything on that i didn't i didn't see anything like if something's wrong or whatever but they didn't get to ride that ride but they rode seven dwarfs and they rode space mountain the ones that always have the really big long lines they were able to get on pretty rapidly in fact they walked on pirates it was the craziest thing and i mean i know pirates isn't always packed But even Jungle Cruise, the numbers were down this weekend, it seems like. So it seems like that everything's going good. I hope that means as far as illnesses, I did hear that there was a little bit of COVID. Some people came back and posted on like blogs and stuff I've been on that said, I went to Disney and I didn't get COVID. Or the one said, I went to Disney and we both came back with COVID. So I don't know what those people were doing different. We don't know. They didn't say if they were on property. So don't get scared listeners I'm just reporting what I read but they did interview a cast member who wanted to be anonymous and I don't blame them for this at all because I'm sure their job Chrissy can probably talk to that because they're probably sworn to secrecy but they were talking about for the most part they were glad to be back but they were sad that people were still some people were still complaining to them about the heat and about the little line that they had to wait in and they were thinking to themselves, listen, I have to be here. This is my livelihood to raise my family or to um, take care of myself. You have the choice not to be here if you don't want to be hot or you don't want to wait. But I don't know about you guys, but if I could wait for five to 10 minutes for a ride that I normally wait 20, 30, 45 minutes for, I wouldn't be complaining about that. And I feel like all the videos I've seen, they've been so friendly and over the top welcoming people that I feel like I would want to do that that much more, or at least that's my feel. You guys can put in your two cents. It's, it's crazy because people will always find something to complain about no matter what. So 
if they're complaining about the fact that it's a 10 minute line or man, I have to wear this mask and it's so hot. You knew that going into it. So don't complain about it. It's just silly. My thing is you're at Disney World. <laughs> Be happy. Right? Like, not everybody gets to go. So, you know, enjoy and make the best of it. So what is the rule as a cast member? I mean, as a former cast member, but I mean, you know, like, they could get in big trouble and get fired if yeah, they found out. I mean, uh, that that's how it was years and years ago. I mean, even before social media and even the internet was a really big, huge thing. You really had to watch, mind your P's and Q's when it came to, you know, came to what you put out there. You know, and I even know with um, social media profiles and whatnot, I, I don't know how active Disney polices those, but most of most of the cast members that you see on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, they'll put a disclaimer on there. None of none of what I post is representative of the Walt Disney Company. Even if you're just posting pictures of your kids or your lunch, they just want to make sure that what they're posting does not know, does not go against what Disney stands for. You know gotcha. what what their values are. So, I mean, that was years and years ago. Um, but yeah, you're you're not supposed to chat with the media, but media is way different now than it was back then. And I just felt sorry for this person. I, I, I really don't even know if it was a guy or a girl because they never said, which is perfect. I mean, they, sure. they wanted him to be anonymous or whatever, but I did feel really sorry for him because I'm thinking, or her, him or her, because I was feeling like, you know, here they are every day, just like we're going to be when schools open back up and we'll be at a risk but it's our job and that's what we're signed we've signed a contract to do hopefully people will take that into consideration so listeners if you're listening and going to disney soon please be extra sweet to those care those cast members because that's their job right agreed <laughs> well i have to add on to some of that kind of sadness we've got a sad story about a 27 year old woman um i, I don't know if i'm saying this right but yunky smith she was arrested on July 18th, and uh, did you guys hear about this? She was trying to sneak two guns and a bag of marijuana in her diaper bag into Epcot. Now, it gets worse. I mean, if you're, you hear she's got a diaper bag, you assume she has children. She does. So she's there. She's got a seven-year-old son and a seven-month-old daughter, and she's there with her kids and the baby's father. They were screening her and they found a semi-automatic nine millimeter handgun in plain view and the bag of marijuana in her diaper bag. And after Orange County deputy sheriffs were called to the scene, the bag was searched further and they found a 45 caliber handgun that was in the bottom of the diaper bag as well. So she faces charges for carrying a concealed weapon and possession of less than 20 grams of marijuana. Disney didn't want to respond to Orlando Sentinel's request for a comment. So yeah, they didn't want to comment on that one, but two guns. I, I only have two thoughts on this whole thing. First, it's Disney. What are you thinking? Right. Second, could you imagine being the guests in line behind this person? I always right. to pick the wrong line to go into. <laughs> and that would be me behind them going, for the love of Pete, what are they? Oh. I mean, I, 
I'm thinking she must have been using some of what she had yeah. in that bag because there's no way you'd be just casually waltz through security knowing that you have a semi-automatic weapon on the top of your diaper bag and then set your bag up on the the stand to be searched like who does that could you imagine oh my gosh i i just when i when i read that i laughed i'm like i'd be in that line right. <laughs> Behind and your her. husband would be elbowing you going like why'd you pick this one faster <laughs> i'm glad that Disney security found these things before she went into the park because who knows what would have happened in the park but that means that they're what they're doing works and that makes me feel good as a guest so and the story would have been very different if you know the headline was woman pulls out gun from diaper bag inside the parks Um, that would be a whole nother PR show for Disney. Agreed, Sarah. The other thing that I thought of is when they said that it was right at the top, a seven-year-old. I mean, we just had, I want to say a 22-month-old in the state, I don't know where in our state, that got a hold of one. And I mean, it ended up fine, but why is a gun near a small child? because there's so many games out there now the kids don't understand and that is the thing I always tell my students and I'm sure they go home and tell their parents and I don't care and I'm sorry listeners if you're one of these parents please don't just know that it's because I love your children but when they tell me they're playing game um what is it Grand Theft Auto and they're playing what is it the game where they're shooting people like in this army or whatever oh Call of Duty Call of Duty so those are games for 18 and up. And yes, you have the right as a parent to allow them to, but if they're listening, there's some nasty language that goes on with the people when you got your headset on. I know because I have a son that is over the age to play those games, but he even mutes it now because he said it's just, it's bad. And so um, I'm just begging you as a parent and an educator, please don't let your children play with that because of this situation. I don't think that you're probably the one of those people that lets your gun on top of your diaper bag, but just in, you know, this is my public service announcement for today. I'll get off my soapbox, but it just scares me. If you're going to have a gun, please, please, please put it in a place that your child does not know about and cannot get to, even if they try to dig through your house. And on top of a diaper bag, is not really, where you keep your kids' snacks, not really the place. Exactly. I don't I know. I just want to. I'm just still confused as to how they even why I agree with you I think she must have been using some of that um right wacky stuff that she had in her bag to to think she was gonna get through she wasn't thinking clearly Mm -mm. so Chrissy what do you have for us on a happier note this past Saturday July 25th Disney celebrated Christmas in July it was so much fun I followed a lot of it on Instagram and of course my favorite part is shopping um they released a first look at a lot of the um new holiday collections for the parks and shop disney um one of the new collections is a gin they always carry it but they they're concentrating on gingerbread this year gingerbread mouse ears which are super cute um a gingerbread, a gingerbread baking set, gingerbread towels. Um, they've added to their retro collection, which is one of my favorites, all those kind of 
teal blues and pinks and the lime greens, all that like retro vibe. They've added um, ornaments and um, figurines and pillows to that retro collection. And my favorite, and I've already, I think I talked about this a couple episodes ago, the um, Shop Disney Storybook ornament collection. They added um, quite a few new characters and just the detail on these ornaments um, for the price is, they, it just can't be beat, cannot be beat at all. Um, so there's a lot of new Christmas stuff, including, and this is available September 1st, um, a 2020 Star Wars Advent calendar. Ah. Behind each of the 24 doors is a Star Wars Lego surprise, including minifigs, buildable starships, and everything from Darth Vader in a Christmas sweater and Dio with a festive hat to Anakin's pod racer, a Republic cruiser, and Darth Vader's castle. So that is pretty cool. Um, also, which I think this will end up in my cart, is a hardcover book um, with over 1,900 photos. It's called Holiday Magic at the Disney Parks. Celebrations Ooh. around the world from fall to winter. Um, so that's kind of a neat book, especially since it's from around the world to kind of see some of the uh, how the other parks do it up for the holidays because Tokyo um, the Tokyo Disney Resort I follow some of those people on Instagram that that like live over there and they I mean what they do for every holiday just blows us out of the water I mean they celebrate everything over there and it's just so much fun yeah, I saw some of the Christmas in July, and it got me so excited. And one of my friends on Facebook, I, I don't know, it was like 13, I don't know, Mondays or one day of the week until, like, you know, she's super excited about Christmas. And she posted one of those, you know, however many Mondays till Christmas. And it was like 13 or 12 or something like that. And I just thought, oh my gosh. I think I we can't just believe it's coming. 2020 to be over and done with. Yeah. The yes. closer we are to Christmas, the closer it'll be 2021. So are you going to get that Star Wars advent, Miss Christy? Um, we usually do an advent calendar. I'm a huge collector of Funko Pops. And they're, they're, they have Disney ones as well. I mean, huge Disney collection. And we're kind of looking at their advent calendar this year, but I don't know, Lego might end up in my cart. Just depends on uh, what our elf on the shelf brings us this year. Oh, that's right. You still have an elf. Yeah, we still have an elf. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Sarah's gonna bring us some news about the Disney Cruise Line. All right, y'all, I, I really want to go on a Disney cruise, so if you're like me and you can't do that right now, which is everyone, you might be interested. This week, Disney Cruise Line released a video of the Tangled Live performance from one of its cruise ships, and we put this up on the Mousecapades podcast Facebook page, so if you're interested, you can find it there. So if you've wondered what the musical shows are like on a Disney ship, this is your way of getting a taste for free. I watched some of this today with my eight-year-old. It was amazing. And I told her, so we're watching it, and I told her, this is on a boat. 
you know, she doesn't understand like ship versus boat and how right. big it is and everything. But then I said, can you imagine sitting in a theater, like a, like a movie theater, imagine you're in a movie theater, but it's on a boat. And she just got this big look on her face and her eyes got really big. And I said, baby, we're saving for a Disney cruise because we're, we're going to do this one day. Like that's oh. our, that's our next goal is Disney cruise. And I then it. I tried to explain to her a land and sea adventure and we didn't get very far, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you know, watching Tangled, it was amazing. And the quality of the show and the fact that they are doing it on a ship is mind blowing. So not related to the Disney cruises, but for if you're out there and you are a Disney pass holder, pay attention to this. Disney pass holders are still struggling to get open spots for park reservations, especially at Hollywood Studios. I can only wonder why. Right now, Disney pass holder spots are reserved through August. Even with the announcement last week that Disney opened up more slots for pass holders, it seems that there are just not enough spots for all of the pass holders that want to come to Disney. In September, all of the weekend slots for pass holders are full. And if you look further into the calendar, the pass holder availability doesn't open up until October. There are some openings in Epcot, the Magic Kingdom and the Animal Kingdom. And due to this lack of availability, Disney has been offering refunds or extension options. And they have also halted the sales of annual passes at this point, but existing pass holders are able to purchase renewals. So if you're interested in an annual pass holder, um, you can't do that right now. And we'll see when it opens up again. That's a good, I mean, that's a good solution to try to slow things down a little bit. But man, that's huge. Gosh. So I mean, crazy. Yeah, it, I can't wrap my mind around them not selling annual passes, be it just for, for local, you know, Florida residents, but for everyone. You know, gosh, it's it. It is it, really been crazy. But like we talked about last week, or the um, Chrissy was on here with us. We, we talked about how none of those shows are open at Hollywood Studios, so everything is ride based. And also, like Sarah said, no surprise, it's got two huge new areas. Plus, it has cool rides that were already there, like voice. Uh, excuse me. Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. So you have these amazing rides in there and these new areas. And so of course they're gonna get bombarded. Sure. I felt the same way. I mean, I know there's space available at Animal Kingdom, but I was looking at ride times there today and it's, you know, the I feel like the majority of Animal Kingdom is closed because there's so many shows and little areas where performers were doing things that they're not doing that anymore because of COVID and, you know, what's left, Pandora, Everest, you know, and the lines were a little bit longer there, but not, not anything like what we're used to seeing. But it's definitely maybe, not, I wouldn't spend a whole day there unless you're gonna ride Flight of Passage over and over and over again. Yeah, and that's really, I mean, with the way they're doing, you know, you can't park off anymore. So once you're in Animal Kingdom, that's where you're spending your day and and without the shows and you know, I don't know. I could still spend a full day at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I love looking at the animals. 
there, I guess because the Country Bears and the Tiki Room are animatronics is why those shows are still running. And yeah, I've, I've read a little bit about it because I do have some friends who um, have been actors over in California. And I think a lot of it is with their actors equity union. Um, they've got certain demands for their actors. And like Disney does not want them wearing masks on stage obviously because it'll take away from the show but the actors equity union is wanting masks that kind of thing they want to make sure that when their actors go back that it's because they act they're still cast members but they're actors first chrissy are you trying to say that they want their members to be safe the <laughs> actors are supposed to they care about them enough to make them safe wow yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's Sorry. my understanding. It's not official. It's not, it's just from some friends that I have that are are actors, and they have performed with Disney before. And right now, from what I understand, just from posts and articles that I've read, is that the their 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 union wants to make sure that it's it's absolutely safe for those actors. Wow, I think that's, that's so nice. smart. <laughs> yes, it is so nice. And that's why you're not seeing all the shows that, that you're used to. Because that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I was just wondering if it was because there's so many cast members and we're supposed to keep within social distance and that, especially the Lion King and the Finding Nemo show, they're so closely put on the stage. There's just so many sure. people. Even yeah. though and I, that may have something to do with it because, you know, we have to observe social distancing and, and they're not letting them go back, basically, until they feel it's safe enough for them. I'll have to share are two of my favorites, so that's sad to me. Yeah, I love Festival of the Lion King. Me too. I get real close to crying, and I don't cry much when the bird takes off, and they start singing, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? I've cried. <laughs> <laughs> I'd cry if I could be there right now. Anyway, <laughs> I know that two theaters opened here in our area and they didn't, I have not heard anything about how that went. So I'm wondering if they silently closed again and we didn't hear about it, but I was letting everybody know that the AMC theaters at the Disney Springs has pushed their date back yet a third time. So originally they had said they were opening on July 15th, then they pushed it to July 30th and now they're posting that it's going to be mid to late August before they do. And when they reopen, they're only going to have like 30% of their capacity. And then they're going to have like every other row roped off like they do. Uh, we saw if you watch any YouTube videos, you could see that at Country Bears or Tiki Room. They have areas like roped off. And that includes the recliner area. The guests are going to ask to make sure that they leave at least one empty seat, which I honestly think six feet would be two. But I don't yeah. have, I don't think my seat was six feet wide when I sat in those. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, definitely leave one. Um, but they will, of course, be requiring masks, which is interesting because it's going to be hard to eat popcorn and drink soda if you wear a mask during the movie. Oh, good point. My question about the movie, and, and I didn't even know that we had a couple theaters around here that opened, but what movies are out there? You know, Disney I, just postponed Mulan indefinitely. I know. I, I forgot to put I'm that crazy in there. about that. So I, I haven't heard about Black Widow, but that was supposed to come out this spring, and Michael and I have been waiting for it. So now I think last I heard was November, but that was before 
they had mentioned like Mulan's indefinite you know so what movies are they even putting out I mean any company I mean Minions not Disney but I've been looking forward to the second Minions movie since forever and now I have to wait another year for it it's killing me I'm just wondering if they're doing like the summer program where they show movies that have been shown before. It was supposed to be the two galaxy theaters, one's in O'Fallon and I can't remember where the other one's located, but there was a big hoopla about it. It was supposed to start about two weeks ago and that was on the news and trust me, we watched the news in this house and I've not seen any updates on how that went. They were going to do like every other row and then if people were supposed to skip two chairs, I think with their group or whatever, how they're going to do it. They're going to have somebody to like direct, but I didn't hear anything about it. So it makes me feel like they decided eh, not a good idea, yeah. which I don't really think it is. I know not to hold my breath, but I secretly hope that movies like Milan will just come straight to Disney plus and then I can watch it at home, but yeah. that's not going to happen. And I, I kind of wonder how much this is going to change that kind of thing. Movies being released for streaming versus in the theater. And some movies, I want the movie theater experience. Others, I don't care. But something like Mulan, the way they've set it up, I would definitely want to see in the theater. And then my second worry is that when are we going to run out of things to watch? Because if they're not (laughs) filming things and producing them, when am I going to run out of things to watch on Netflix and Disney Plus and over and over and over but that's a whole nother podcast yes <laughs> I will say I'm okay because I will watch things over and over again my husband on the other hand he doesn't like to watch the same thing twice yeah that's so how we're I gonna have to change his habit of, of watching movies and shows oh boy I feel like there's enough there's enough streaming services now that you would always have something to watch and yes though you probably would have to watch a couple things a couple times but tell them it's like a good book you you don't buy it and read it and never read it again in school we tell the kids there's something Stephanie knows because we tell them all the time you know we've read this book but today we're going to read this book for this reason and I need you to be listening for this so I don't know how he is but especially in Disney movies the many things that we discover Um, This is not a Disney movie. I don't think it's one of the companies they own. I could be wrong, Um, but it's Grown Ups 2. We were watching it the, I don't know, two weeks ago, and we noticed that one of the frat boys is one of the lead characters on This Is Us. Never noticed that before. So that's, we always notice different things. Then Joey likes to watch Pixar movies over and over to find the little details, the little Easter eggs that are always in there. So I don't know. So that's what you're going to have to do is see if you can find what Easter eggs are and tell your husband you're going to start watching those movies or something. I don't know. Watch with goals. Goals in mind. Guys, we have these AMC theaters being postponed. And unfortunately, we also have the Wine and Dine Marathon that has been totally canceled. Now, it will be um, available to do virtually, so it's gonna turn into a virtual race, but um, if you have registered for the on-site event, you can get a full refund for the race. Um, Right now, there is still going to be, Run Disney will have a 2021 Walt Disney World Marathon weekend as scheduled, but this Wine and Dine Marathon for 2020 was canceled, so that's a Big, big bummer. 
Of course, this is due to COVID, um, and Disney was stating that this is for the safety of the cast members and the guests. Eligible runners who selected to participate in the virtual race will receive a race shirt and a medal for each distance they complete, in addition to the satisfaction of completing the race they've been training for. What a total letdown to be training and training for something like this and then not to be able to do it. So yes, they are still trying to to give you your um, your congratulations for all the hard work you've done, but it would, it would definitely be a bummer. Um, when they say about the safety, I'm thinking, yeah, you can't run in a mask. Like you cannot do a marathon in the Florida heat in a mask. So I do understand why they, um, they would have to cancel an event like this. But registered participants receive an email on July 23rd with instructions on how to make their registration selection before August 5th, 2020. If the selection is not made, the guests will automatically be refunded, and refunds are going to be processed for, uh, within six to eight weeks. If the runners do choose to do the virtual route, they're going to get their medal, they're going to get their shirt, they have a digital bib and a finisher certificate, a digital toolkit, including a start finish line and some mile markers, digital goodie bag, and then a virtual playlist and a Disney gift card for select races. So at least they're trying to make it fun. I know that our list, um, our listener, well, yeah, she does listen, but one of our other travel agents, Betsy, is big on those and she's finished I think three now right three virtual races just since the pandemic hit so maybe this will become a new thing for Disney where they could still have the ones in person when we get back to normal but they could also have the virtual ones all the time because I think it's got more people up and moving and out of their houses yeah yeah if I ran I would do it in a (laughs) (laughs) but I don't run unless I'm running to a sale (laughs) (laughs) or to get to hollywood studios to reserve my time for star wars rise of the resistance which leads me to our next bullet point um on friday july 24th the virtual queue for star wars rise of the resistance changed um as we reported last week guests had the opportunity to get their um times at 10 a.m., 1 p.m., or 4 p.m. to request to join the virtual queue. Effective last Friday, it has changed to 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. The virtual queue allocation continues to run out very quickly, usually within 30 seconds of becoming available. So I don't know, I haven't heard any feedback as to like what it's looking like for people who want to get their their queue time but um so now it's just 10 and 2. Well 30 seconds sounds faster or like more excuse me 30 seconds sounds like more time than when I was there in January it was that like- was maybe like six <laughs> yeah. five seconds maybe less. <laughs> yeah so hopefully it allows more guests to ride to be able to experience that. We haven't found out yet though if you could get two. Like, if you got the 10 a.m., could you also get the 2 p.m.? Yeah, you know what? I have a friend. She She's at Magic Kingdom today. 
Um, but I have a friend who is down there this week. I will see if she can find anything out about that and maybe report, hopefully report to you. I'm not on next week's podcast, but I can shoot Vicky a text. That would be great. Woo-hoo. If I can find out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also about Star Wars. This is, I'm geeking out about this. Coming in spring of 2021, an exclusive look at the land's creation is coming in the form of a book. Um, the Art of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. This large format book showcases never before seen artwork. So I'm thinking like a coffee table book. Um, as well as exclusive interviews about the land's creation from artists at Walt Disney Imagineering and Lucasfilm. So I'm totally geeking out. The book is written by Amy Ratcliffe and includes a foreword by Scott Trowbridge, Portfolio Creative Executive for Walt Disney's Imagineering. <laughs> this book is priced at $50 and can be pre-ordered now for its release on April 27th, 2021. So just in time for May the 4th. Well, I'm not ge- I'm not a Star Wars geek like some of you guys on here are. And I saw some of the pictures and I was pretty excited about it, I gotta tell you. <laughs> yeah, if you have a Star Wars fan in your family, that sounds like it would be a really nice gift. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. Pre-order it for them for Christmas, and and it'll be like Christmas when they receive it in April. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I would just pour over those pages, looking at every detail. So, I don't think we have reported on this yet. I know I wrote about it um, in the resort feature for the newsletter, so I'm happy to see it here but there is a walkway that's being built that goes from the grand floridian to the magic kingdom so they are going to have their own walkway soon um similar to how you can get from the contemporary resort to the magic kingdom so this week pictures were released of the walkway and its progress and following more than a year of construction the walkway is going to link disney's grand floridian Floridian Resort to the Magic Kingdom, and it's getting very close to completion. The large swing bridge that sits at the opening of the electrical water pageant canal is now in position. It is landscaped, and it is complete with lighting. The second fixed bridge that spans a small canal near to the convention center is also in place. The walkway leading from the Magic Kingdom to the bridges is also well underway. Disney's Grand Floridian Resort is going to be scheduled to reopen to guests in late September, and it looks like, fingers crossed, this project may be complete to open alongside the resort. How awesome would that be? I know. That is amazing, and that is even more of an incentive to stay at Grand Floridian. Right. What a selling point. incentive enough that it's gorgeous, and it's on Seven Seas Lagoon, and it's right there next to Magic Kingdom, and you can see Cinderella's castle. Um, now you can just walk there. I gotta tell you, I saw this too, and I saw the pictures and the thing that piqued my interest, and you're gonna think I'm a small child, but I love that electrical water pageant, and knowing that it's gonna come out of a canal near that walkway, I wanna be by that walkway when it's coming out. You know how like I people love to watch the parade start or whatever at the beginning of the parade, or they love to watch the parade end and go into the gates? I want to see the water parade go out. I know that sounded really weird, but I was like, 
how cool would that be if you'd be that close to that parade? Because usually we're pretty far distance away with it out on the lake. No, that would be a lot of fun. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, this next article is for my husband, who is going to be sad. But the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, otherwise known as People Mover, to my husband, who thinks it needs to go all the way through Magic Kingdom, is still closed due to technical difficulties. Um, The ride had closed, if you remember right, in March, right after that wreck when two of them went into each other, and that has not reopened since. Uh, The ride had been cycling around, and people were being told by cast members that they believed that the people mover was going to be up and running, which leads me to believe that's what somebody was telling them, because if it was moving and everything, and I think they love that ride just as much as we do. I know Christy loves it as much as Brad does. But anyway, so they have no indication at this time when it's going to reopen which is very sad to me like a knife in my heart i mean gosh it's one of my favorites just to get off your feet for a little while and take a nice cool ride exactly i can't believe it's been closed for that long like you know a closure for a day or two is one thing but over a week that's that's pretty major i'm just hoping they don't say like primeval world that the it's too many too much mechanical issues for us to fix and so we're just done because that well, that's what i'm wondering because it's so old you oh, know there has to be a way there has to be but people like people move a lot more than they did primeval world primeval world world has always been kind of one of those meh rides yeah nobody's favorite holds the nostalgia factor right like people mover does mm-hmm it was, when we were there in January, I felt like it was having a lot of problems. Even going back a year or so, I, I feel the same because the lines just to get on there, usually it cycles through pretty fast, but it seemed like it was breaking down a lot more. Yeah, it eats people, but when it's not moving, everybody's yeah. just standing there. Yeah. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed that it's going to come back because I know that will be a sad day for many, many, many people. Well, speaking of not coming back, Ample Hills Creamery at Disney's Boardwalk is going to close. And then there was also one that was supposed to be opening um, at Disney Springs that's canceled as well. Ample Hills filed bankruptcy. Um, The new owners are attempting to bring the brand back to life and reopening its New New York area stores. But they are not going to be doing Disney World. They have no plans to in the future. The company has operated a location at Disney's Boardwalk Resort for the last five years. It was in the early construction phases of opening that location at Disney Springs on the west side. Even with the construction wall going up, very little work actually took place inside and Disney hasn't made an announcement on what is going to happen to either of those locations, but they are out of there. No more Ample Hills Creamery. I kind of feel like they never really said it, but I feel like the pandemic hit this company hard. I know. And um, Sad day for ice cream. You think, I mean, my kids were still getting ice cream when it was the pandemic. They just made a road trip. (laughs) You just can't make a road trip to Disney. Not from our house anyway. True. I feel like this next article, Christy, needs, like, horns or something. (laughs) 
So if you were lucky enough to snag a copy of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Traveler's Guide to Batuu, you might have noticed that the book goes into detail about the in-park experience and what we might even see come to Batuu over time. This primarily took form in the details of three local holidays titled Black Spire Day, Harvest Festival, and Life Day. It is now rumored that these events could be coming to Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Black Spire Day would take place on May 4th, because, you know, May the 4th, the 4th be with you, you, and would celebrate the founding of Black Spire Outpost. Love that, yeah. <laughs> The Batuan Harvest Festival celebrates the natural resources that grow on Batu. Golden Lichen, the Black Spire Outpost, will be covered with golden decorations. It's also known in the Star Wars lore that Oga Gara tends to hoard this resource and use it, uses it in her dishes and drinks served at her cantina. This event would coincide with the Halloween festivities that Disney parks are known for and provide seasonal decorations, unique food, and bever beverage offerings. And Life Day, which sounds to be my favorite, is a traditional Wookiee holiday. Woohoo! be celebrated with the holidays in the parks. This is just a rumor at this point, but we, and I, sure <laughs> hope it comes to fruition. That sounds like an awesome way for them to incorporate Halloween into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yes, yes. That that whole Harvest Festival. So I really think, I mean, Disney's Hollywood Studios has got some great holiday offerings. It's actually one of my favorites because of the retro decorations and look to it. The tinsel stars and all, I just, I really eat up that stuff but I really think it would pump some holiday life into that park, especially with something in the spring, in the fall, and in the winter. And Wookiees are so cute anyway. They are. Yeah. I see them dancing. <laughs> so I can tell you about somebody who was not dancing very well <laughs> at Epcot recently. <laughs> um, <laughs> this week, if you're familiar, Jose Carioca, who is part of the Grand Fiesta Tours Three Caballeros malfunction. I watched a video and it was sad, sad, sad. At first he fell over on his face. And in the video you can see him, he's still trying to move and it's just like he's rubbing his face in the ground. So later that day, cast members used props to cover up the bird. <laughs> that may have looked like he was dead to smaller guests. So I'm oh. sorry, young guest of Disney World. Jose is hopefully coming back to life soon. <laughs> By the next day, Disney removed him to be repaired. And right now there's no word on when he will return to the Grand Fiesta Tour. So in the meantime, Disney is reporting that Donald and Panchito are lonely without the third person in their trio. So hopefully Jose will be back soon to entertain with his fellow foul friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then more news, star sorry to steal some uh, Star Wars news from you, Chrissy. I, I too love Star Wars, so I'm glad to get this little piece. There is now, y'all this is so exciting. 
there is now a Baby Yoda photo pass magic moment. Hold that right there seat. makes me want to get the photo pass just for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love Tinkerbell in the hand or teacup or whatever's going on, but Baby Yoda, y'all. Okay, so right outside Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Disney's Hollywood Studios, this is where you can find this. You'll get your picture at the entrance where it connects to Toy Story Land. So everybody write that down. You will get your picture at the entrance where it connects to Toy Story Land. And when you look at it later, Baby Yoda will be in the shot with you. That is so much fun. And it's so cute too. It really I don't know if it's adorable. Uh, and My I daughter's birthday is in October and she's been giving us ideas of presents for her and on her list is now Baby Yoda. So it is, it's for real. The cuteness is overload. And and I'm the person with photo pass when they're like, you know, hold your hand. And I'm like, mm, no, thanks. No, don't, don't need the posed shots, but I am all over this one. <laughs> I wonder what they're going to ask you to do or like, are you just standing there and the, the he's beside you? There, there were two people or this was a uh, mom and her two kids on either side of kind okay. of that archway type. I mean, it's not an art, but it's kind of to the side. And then Baby Yoda's kind of in the middle and they're all just kind of looking. Okay, so it's, it's like, look, look at the ground. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. kind of like that. And I'm always the one who's like, no, no, just no. a picture, please. <laughs> it, it was very, very cute. Yeah, adorable. Again, not a huge Star Wars follower like many of you guys are, but that character's always been cute. And then when they made it a baby, made it even cuter. And so, yeah, I, they're definitely, I think, going to sell some photo pass uh, memory makers. We should be able to sell those on to our customers for sure. Please buy my, this. My four-year-old daughter takes her baby Yoda everywhere we go. That is everywhere. so awesome. There's one. I don't know where I saw it because, you know, I shop a lot. But it has a magnet that you put on, like, the underside of your shirt. Yes. And then he clips to the... Oh, uh, you know, we have the porn version of that. Oh, fun. Fun. Yeah. Groot, they have huh. Groot like that as well because I'm pretty sure, isn't Groot what Natalie got when we went to, yeah, Kaylee's college roommate bought Groot and were in them around the parks when we were there at Christmas one year. Well, you guys, this has been fun. Thank you so much to Christy and Sarah for joining us this week. And thank you to Stephanie always for helping me out. I really appreciate it. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, or our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our Twitter page, Mousecapades Pod. Be sure to listen to Friday's show with Vicki, Kaylee, and Josiah for part one of a Gone But Not Forgotten. They're going to be sharing with us some of the amazing rides or attractions that were once a part of Disney World or Disneyland. They may be talking about some of your favorites, so go ahead and make sure to check them out. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, Ohana, I think it is about that time. Disney love. May all your dreams come true. Peace, love, and Mickey Mouse. Have a magical day, my friends.
I feel like this next article, Christy, needs like horns or something. So maybe Joey can Joey can cut me out and put in some fancy music for this next. I don't know. I liked your music, Vicky. 